I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's a wild, wild to a goal. Slossy beyond Fodringham. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Fodringham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, the Duffy. He can hit them. And he does. Oh! Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast. And I don't know what we're going to talk about tonight. It's going to be a quiet one. Not much has happened over the last 24 hours or so. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's see how it all goes. Um, first of all, we have Joy with us. How are you doing, Joy? Uh, yeah, about that. Mm. <laughs> and Danny's back. How are you doing, mate? <sighs> Do you really want me to answer the question? Why not? We're, it's what we're here for. Oh, I'll just take another swig of my drink and then we can get started. <laughs> oh, what a, what a weekend, though. What a weekend. Yeah. The title of the podcast is rather fitting, the Hokey Cokey. Um, just asked you what the title was before we came on. Rather fitting, I think, because with the manager saga, it's like that. But also with Rotherham's performances at home and away, it's also like that as well. So welcome to the Hokey Cokey podcast, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do this show, to be honest with you. I've thought about it all day. As as things stand, the club have not confirmed any changes in management. That's where we are. Now we can all talk about what we've heard and the, and the validity of who said it. Um, we will maybe talk about it later on in the show because, I don't know. I don't know, Danny, what do you want to do? It's difficult, isn't it? Because... Yeah, we all sort of know, but then we don't know because we don't know. They haven't announced it. It's it's a weird position to be in as a fan at the minute, not knowing when we we, sh- we should know. Really, for me, I think we should know by now. Yeah, I mean, we've seen some other managers come under criticism so far this season, and clubs have very verbally backed them. Mm. You know, the, the prime example um, being Paul Warren at Derby for me. Mm. where he had a string of bad results. The fans really got on his back and basically called his football poor. Um, and the club came out and said, yeah, we're going to back him in January and then we'll go again. Mm. Um, 
Now, I'm not saying the club don't back him because in actuality, we don't know what the truth is. We're just hearing Chinese whispers from here, there and everywhere. Um, but it is interesting that the club haven't fully backed Matt Taylor and said, yes, he's getting back to spend in January again. Mm. Um, and the whispers that are going round, you know, a lot of names have suddenly popped up out of nowhere, like Steve Evans has been mentioned, uh, Nathan Jones has been mentioned, Chris Wilder, even though I don't think we'd be able to afford his left toe, never mind the man himself. Um and potentially Neil Warnock as well. These names are all flying around. The Daily Mail have said something, which is like someone said something to them. You know, um, I know they're a bit clickbaity these days with the sports section, which is like the in thing with everybody at the minute. Um, but that's come from somewhere. Um, it's, it's just very odd. I think it's just very, very odd. Um, mm. But I'll tell you where we should start. And no one's going to expect this. We should start by wishing Georgie Kelly happy birthday. Happy birthday, big Georgie. Um, mm. Yeah, the only thing the club I've tweeted today. <laughs> happy birthday, Georgie. Um, we'll come on to the game in a minute, Joy, because I think it's important we talk about the, the game because it was it was horrific. But where are you sitting on... We'll, we'll come on to maybe in more detail in, 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 later on in the hour, but should the club have said something by now, one way or the other? Or do you think the right sort of leaving it? Well, as fans, we always want our club to be up front and say mm. what's happening or not happening, as the case may be. Um, experience would suggest that that's not the case with Rotherham United. We, as the fans, will be the last to find out. I suspect there are machinations going on behind the scenes, mm. um, you know, and people are in the know. And I suspect some people watching this or listening to this we'll have a good idea of what may or may not be transpiring as we speak and that we're likely to hear maybe tomorrow or Tuesday. I don't think they're going to drag it out. I know we've got a, um international break for the next mm. sort of fortnight, but, you know, if I, I would imagine that they are dipping their, eye in, their toe in the water or their irons in the fire and seeing who's out there, who's available, who wants to come, more to mm. the point. Um, and, you know, and then I would imagine we'll hear what that decision process is. Mm. Um, right, let's move back to the game. We'll come back to this. I'm sure we'll come back to this later on. Um, Daniel, let's talk about the game itself. Uh, <laughs> five nil. Five nil away we? <laughs> <laughs> um, we really talk about the game? <laughs> And this is not, with the, with the greatest respect to the world, Watford have been, I've had some great teams in championships over the years. This is not a great Watford team. If you've ever watched the scouting report or listened to any Watford sort of content over the last few weeks, you'll know this is not a great Watford team. They are in a massive transitional phase. Um, but you wouldn't believe that yesterday, Danny, because they, they had the run of the place. Let's talk about the first two goals specifically, first of all. They were just... Just a complete embarrassment of defend, defend, uh, defensive abilities. I was I was shocked how bad defensively they were the first two. I mean, this 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 is a thing that really wound me up because I didn't go yesterday, um, which is probably one of the smartest decisions I've made this year, if I'm being cool. fair. Um, <laughs> but to see some of the clips that came out on Twitter um, of how woeful the defending was, what do we actually do in training? 
if that's how we set up defensively, you've got three. I, I mean, I, I, everyone's going to know the clip that I'm talking about. You've got three players backing mm. off the player with the ball, not tracking the man who's making the run into the box, and everybody else in the middle of the park is just at walking pace. Now, you'd think a team that's down the bottom end where uh, picking up as many points as possible is crucial to the success of their season would be scrapping for everything. You know, they would be pressing as much as they can, running themselves into the ground um, and just fighting for the team spirit. You see that with Sean Morrison going off as a substitute. He was straight down the tunnel. And yeah. what a few people have told me, he was furious about the mm. performance of that. Um, that's an idea. Let's make sure Morrison player manager. We'll bring Peltier back as caretaker <laughs> manager for a little bit. Um, and Powerman's just brought it up perfectly as well. Isn't Matt Taylor an ex-defender? Mm. You know, that, bang yeah. on that. If that's our defensive setup, what are we doing in training? Are we just sat on picnic blankets at Roundwoods just discussing how we should set up defensively and not actually enacting it? Because mm. that, if we played that poorly defensively against a Sunday League team, we'd still lose. Because the defensive setup was all wrong. Not just the way we set up, also like we zonal mark and not man mark. Mm. You know, like I, I get man marking can leave space in behind for players to run in, but yeah. zonal marking doesn't suit our defensive setup. Mm. You know, that's yeah. that's the wrong tactic to use. Um, and it's almost like we keep trying to knock on the door for it to work, but the door just won't open if we if we try and set up like that. We need to adjust it, but there's no adjustment to be made. You know, we, mm. we were defensively poor against Chef Wednesday down that right-hand side, and, and Dexter effectively got hung out to dry at Wednesday, and the exact same things happened at Watford. Mm. Yeah, And it it's one of them where you... When you watch the footage back, like fair play to everybody who went down, don't get me wrong, fair mm. play to everyone who went to Vickery's Road and stayed for the entire 90 minutes of that. But watching that, it, it doesn't fill you with any sort of confidence whatsoever. Yeah. And if we keep playing like that, fans will just stop going to away games because they will... They mentality. Exactly, they already have. And more people will start going, it's not worth it, we're going to lose anyway. Yeah. It's like, don't get me wrong, I thought we might sneak something against Watford, but my mentality still went, it's our away form, we'll probably lose. But I didn't expect five. That's the third big battering this season away from home. Something needs to change very, very quickly. And I don't think it's the, the quality of the players, because on paper it's there. I think it's the application of the players' skills that needs to change. Mm. Uh, Talkspot are now reporting that we are exploring potential replacements. So they're, they're not reporting that it's gone. They're, they're, we're doing potential replacements, which is odd. Um, again, we'll come on to that as, as until we get it. But let's talk about the, the goals. Dexter came in for some stick, as he does, Joy, because his defence relaxed. I will, I'll defend him more than our defenders, defenders defended the goal yesterday by the first goal. Because the first goal, he had two men on him. And because Peltier came out of position to attack the ball, Dexter was left with two men, and those it was the other two guys. I, I can't remember who the other two guys were, but those other two defenders were the reason that Dexter was was hung out, hung out to drive the first one. Uh, the second one he made naturally were a pig's ear of it. Um, but it's just that defensive coordination and setting up and everything else. It's just it's just poor, and I don't I don't understand the joy to be honest with you. I don't, I don't know if you can shed any light on it as well. Probably not, but it's just bad, isn't it? 
I mean, both goals, I mean, I said at the time at half time, both goals were like a carbon copy in one sense. Mm. It came down um, our right, their left, and they weren't very much, they weren't very different, were they? Let's be honest, the outcome was yeah. very similar. Um, I mean, some of the discussions we were having after the match was where was Hacks? He's just won man yeah. of the match for two games. Why wasn't he in the middle? Where was mm. he? He was sat on the bench. Yeah. yeah. Baffled, baffled I am by some decisions like that. And, you know, and when you, I mean, let's be brutally honest. Yes, we have got an injury crisis, but why chop and change just for the sort of chop and chain, you know, to say? Mm. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Had Hacks been in the middle, he's a little bit more mobile than Morrison. He might have got the covering, uh, you know, so their mm. number nine, you know, didn't have as easy tappings or headers as he did have. That uh, first goal, it, from, know, from Morrison's point of view, that first goal looked really oh, bad from Sean Morrison. Yes, it was. You know, he was walking in porridge, treading treacle, whatever mm. you want to say. But, you know, uh, and it's really weird because I've looked at the stats of this game and they're probably some of the best stats we've had for an away game. They don't actually say that that was a 5-0 Tonkin. Um, you know, so... It's just, it was just, re it being there was a really, it was really weird. I mean, they started off mm. like a train. They scored mm. in that first 10 minutes. And then it was pretty much even Stevens. And then when, unfortunately, Klukas got injured in the, what, about half an hour and Cafu came on, we had a little bit of a purple patch, actually. Mm. Uh, you know, we weren't doing too bad. And then, like, you know, uh, time came up and they score in that, what, Four minutes of extra time. So, what do you do? And mm. you know, and like we say, we've we've all seen that video with the three players tracking back. Nobody going in. Not one. You know, yeah. they were all sort of in a line, weren't they? Like, like I don't know if I'm a woman of a certain age, so I can remember the team dancing and strictly, uh, you know, ballroom dancing. It was like that. They were walking in line, weren't they? Running in line rather than, you know, defending properly. Mm. It, just beggared belief, to be brutally honest. And it was a really weird game to watch. Mm. I, you know, being there, it was. It was really... The atmosphere was surreal. Mm. And then we come out in the second half and we get, what, three, four minutes in, three nil down. Yeah, game's gone. I don't... Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about subs and stuff in a minute because I've got question marks over that as well. Let's do some comments because we've got loads tonight. Yes. Um, we'll come on to some of these other ones, but we'll reference back some of these later, maybe. Um, not Matt versus let's talk about what for the game first, not speculation, absolutely. We will, but we will talk about speculation as well. Alex James says, Watford reporting made them look good. Not seen a good team all season, bar Stoke. Shows how poor this league is. Don't believe the hype, but it's hard. You're right, Alex. I, I was on Watford podcast and I said that Stoke weren't the best teams we played this season, but where they are in the league, they're absolutely nowhere. And how good do we make them look on that one? Um, Martin Bird says tactical, tactically so poor, no forward outlet via the midfield. Ball always going either long down the channel or of the back of uh, back of Victor from boot up field uh, front to try and hold it up. Never going to work. Lots of comments. We'll get through as many comments as we can tonight because I know we've got a lot of people, a lot of people with us wanting to discuss this, including Mick. With hey. another late going on the register. How are you doing, Mick? All good, mate. Yeah. Contract negotiations. It took a bit longer than I expected, but <laughs> okay. Got all signed and sealed, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some breaking news for us all. <laughs> um, 
We're going to talk about the the situation of Matt Taylor's job in a moment, Mick. But just talk me through yesterday, performance-wise, and just shed just. I, I would. I was talking to my wife earlier about this and sort of saying, you know, when we've been rubbish under previous managers, I can sort of say, well, we, there were no press, or the tempo was down, or we didn't put crossing, or put too many crossing X, Y, and Z, whatever. It's really difficult to put my finger on and say what was bad. It was. It was just bad, and I, I don't know why it was bad, but it just was, and it just is. And it has been. Right, Joy. We'll put a feet up for this bit. Make the way you go. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with you completely. I agree with you. I, well, 100%. I, I, I don't know. I don't even... Do you know, I mean, this sounds really stupid. I don't even know whether it were bad. <laughs> you know, I, 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 mean, I know what you mean, mate. I know what you mean, and I was there. It was yeah. surreal. It, it's just... It's. I, I, I don't... I, I haven't... I've got nothing. I'm sorry, I've got nothing. I, ju I just... I can't put my finger on it at all. You know? There are times when we played all right. Mm. And then... What you know is what happened? A couple of mistakes for the for the, the goals. I don't know whether you've gone through any of that. I mean, the first goal, what Sean Morrison were doing is utterly beyond me. He just kind of just thought, oh, I'll just watch that then. You know, he made no effort whatsoever um, to, to 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 cut out the cross. And yeah, I accept. I mean, you I think you said at the time Matt, that it could have gone in. Well, it did go in. So you know, <laughs> and it was always going to go in if it let it go past him. So it just. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's it's really difficult to put your finger on exactly what's wrong. You know, I, I saw that comment there about you know ball going long. Well, yeah, it will go long sometimes. It didn't go long all the time, and yet it still didn't go anywhere. Um, I, I don't know is is the answer, and I don't know whether anybody does. You know, we can all have opinions about this, that, or the other. You know, he played badly, or she, you know, he he didn't do this right, or whatever, whatever. But ultimately, it's so difficult to put your finger on. Exactly what the problem is. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it is, and that's what's probably going to cost him his job, Danny. We'll, again, we'll talk about it off again a bit, but how many games this season, particularly from home, we've gone that were rubbish, and we don't really. It's difficult to express why we think it's bad, but it is just bad. And Millwall game strikes, Huddersfield, Stoke. There's probably a couple more games in there that I could mention. We'll Stoke twice, obviously. Um, it's difficult. We better defended badly. There's lack of midfield. I thought Nombe did quite well. I thought I thought he had a, a good, decent game, a good game as you can do in a five 0 defeat. Um, but it's just a. Would you say that's then an organisational thing? An individual players where they're not doing what they should be doing? Is it down to? Or is it all down to the manager, Danny? It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it's very difficult. But as a fan, we look at it and say we've been tonked three times away from home um, by two teams. Um, and put in poor performances against the rest, um, played a local derby with no shots on target, and the one game away from home where we actually played okay started with us playing atrociously. You know, so I'd say it's probably a maximum of 45 minutes of decent play away from home this season, which, all right, Rotherham aren't the best team away from home in the Championship as a standard, but this season, it, it just feels like it's at a completely new level. Mm. Um, and with that, as I've said on podcasts before, that puts so much pressure on home performances, which don't get me wrong, we've been okay in, in a few of them. But it puts so much pressure that sometimes a draw isn't enough at home now. It has to be a win. 
Um, and like the games against QPR, we played averagely in that, maybe below averagely in that, but it's a game we should have won just to keep the pressure off a bit. Even with Ipswich, Ipswich, we matched them up okay. Um, but it's, again, it's a game that we look back and go, oh, we should have tried to win that a bit more because of the pressure of the away forms putting on it. Um, I, touched, <laughs> I touched on it jokingly as we started, but the Hokey Hokey podcast, that is legit Rotherham home and away this season. Mm. And it is down to the manager to find that level of consistency. Otherwise, it'll just be um, one peak one week, a different peak next week, and it'll keep going like that uh, until we get to the end of the season and we go, oh, the away form's relegated us. You know, yeah. even though the championship is the most consistent, inconsistent league in the world, for a, you need to find some level of consistency as a football club. And right now, we've got no consistency away from home. Mm. And and I think that's the thing that's really dragging Matt Taylor down. Don't get me wrong, I like the bloke. He's a great bloke. Football-wise, he's dragging us down. Mm. Which is an horrific thing to mm. say, but, you know, it, football is a results-based business and we're not getting him. Mm. Yeah, um, I just want to put into context the home form being quite good. It's one win in our last five home games, uh, with that one win against Coventry, who were, who were not who were on a, a horrendous run of form. So the home form's not that good. It's better, but it can't be worse, can it? I suppose. Um, but it is. It's not. It's not good enough to paper over the cracks uh, for me. Um, a few more comments. Where are we? <laughs> Jamie says, "Evening, all. I'm the only one with Matt Taylor in." We'll come on to that. Um, Paul Armin says, Mick, do you want to get the band back together? Back yes. in the uh, under that, eight Roma St. Joseph days, you and Paul can go back to. Uh... I've got, well, it's a good point. It's a good point, Paul. And one of the things, interestingly, one of the, it brings me on to one of the things I was going to say. And Paul and I used to talk to, to talk to the kids and, and you when you were there, Matt. And this, this for me applies at just about any level of football, you know. And, and, and you can argue about the numbers, but I'm going to work on the basis of the old 80-20 rule. 20% of your game is about your ability. Mm. 80% of it is about what goes on up here. You know, what goes up, goes on in your head. It, it's, it's, it's such a psychological game, as, as is most sport, but it's weighted so much more psychologically than it is ability-wise at any level. Obviously, ability changes, whatever, dependent on the level you're at. Um, and I just wonder how... How much the, the psychological side of this away form and these away performances is affecting the players? It's going to be clearly. It's going to be whatever. Obviously, mm. but it has to be. That has to be the reason behind all this for me, because it is not a lack of ability. Mm. And, and I'll challenge anybody. Did any... to... So, did any of you guys see that tweet from Andy Giddings? Uh, with the um, apparently yesterday's was two hundredth game, hundredth away game over the last four mm. championship seasons, and we've won nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Six in COVID. Uh, apparently, yeah, and the most we did was in the COVID season when there were no other fans mm. there. So I, mean, I agree mm. with you totally, Mick. I think a lot of it is it's what's not happening between the years. Yeah, and and it's just. It's a massive part of it, and, and we as fans, obviously, and and, and we're, we're doing this, we're doing it now, aren't we? You know, and and I've done for the last I don't know how many podcasts, sort of having a pop about a lack of passion, lack of drive, lack of fight, whatever, and that's going to all that does in reality is just compounds the problem. 
Mm. I'm not saying it causes it. It's not the cause of the problem, obviously, but it just compounds it. Um, and, and you know, given the performances, it's so difficult to get up and and, and get behind the team because you just we just know what to expect. But unfortunately, yeah. I think that they're approaching games knowing what to expect. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that comes down to the only way of dealing that dealing with that is the manager and the management team. Uh, they're the only people that can deal with it. Obviously, the players have got to, have, have got to take some responsibility to themselves as well. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's all right. You can work on tactics till, till cows come home. But if you're not in the right place mentally, we all know, all of us know that, you know, some days you're not mentally, you're not in the right place. Some days more than others and some people more than others. It affects mm. everybody differently. So uh, it's got, it plays a massive part in it for Mark Lee. And, and it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what, I still don't give an answer. It just puts forward some other um, other solution, not solution to other other reason to the, the problem other than, oh, they just don't care. I don't mm. think that's the case. No, I don't think it is. Um, and the first frustrating thing is Joy. No, go, sorry, go. Yeah, go. Yeah. I was just going to say, can I just put a devil's advocate spin on this? Hmm. As poorly as we've been playing, as poorly as our away form is, we're not exactly that far adrift at the bottom end of the table. I mean, yeah. we're not, at, you know, we've got two, actually got two teams below us, which is <laughs> like, mm. wow. Isn't it? I mean, wow. Mm. Uh, and the one above us is, you know, reasonable touching distance at mm. the moment. So we are at a crux in the season, aren't we here? I mean, the decisions that are going to be made, you know, in the next few hours around what pathway we're going to be taking in management are going to, you know, hopefully impact. But then again, you look at, Wednesday, QPR, Huddersfield, they've changed their jockey, haven't they? Mm-hmm. And they're still mm-hmm. falling over fences. So it doesn't always follow that, uh, uh, you know, you get that new manager bounce if that's what we're going to end up getting. Just being mm-hmm. devil's advocate there. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're mm-hmm. right. And also, if you look at the players, Joy, I think that we, I, we've said this at the start of the season, and I st- I'll probably stand by this now. This is one of the best individually, one of the best squads we've had in a long, long time. Maybe, maybe ever at this level, certainly in my lifetime. And that adds into it. That adds into the frustration that we're seeing because these players are all good. They're better than they were last season. The players that are here now are better than they were last season. Most of the players that have brought in have pedagogues or should be better than, than the guys we had last season. And that just adds into the frustration because somebody can get a true... Matt Tillis said post-match yesterday that he doesn't think anybody else can get better out of them. I don't believe that. I, I, there is better in those players. In those players, there is better than what they're giving us. And that's what sadly comes down to him, I think. Assuming we can keep him on the pitch with working well. strings. <laughs> yeah. True. You know, I mean, it, I'm trying to think, is there anybody that's not been injured? Not had any timeout injured? Hugel, I no, think. Hugel and Barrow. Poorly, wasn't he? Yeah, it's, it's like Hugel and Victor, and that's about it. Don't, don't, don't tempt fate like that. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah, you know, you're wondering what's happening in, like you say, the training. You know, we were mm. supposed to get that the uh, 
training ground mm. the same as New York so that these injuries that happened last year wouldn't be recurring this year. But mm. the worse, three more hamstrings. Yeah. You know. Mm. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know what's happening, you know, and is that, you know, the backroom staff, you know, the medical team, the way that we train, what have you. I mean, the other thing is, you know, we, I know this might sound a bit a lot, a bit off piece, but uh, was it what, about two years ago, Warney brought in the New York pitch, didn't they, to make it smaller than most other pitches. Mm. I mean, yeah. Watford yesterday, they were like wide open prairies that they were finding players in. You know, mm. is the fact that when we're not at home and we're playing on larger playing surface areas, you know, where people can actually find space and, and we're not training or working in that sort of environment, means that mm. when we go to other grounds that have the dimensions of a larger pitch, that, you know, it becomes easier to just play around us and play through mm. us. I know that might sound stupid, but I'm, I'm, I'm clutching at straws here, guys. I'm clutching at straws. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean, though. Um, let's go back to the game, Danny, because I have another complaint. Um, substitutions. Um, and this has been a theme of Matt Tiller's reign. Um, the, obviously, the Cathal one made on half an hour. That's that's enforced. There's nothing you can do about that. I have an issue that if we all knew that something needed changing at half time, and I said this against Sheffield Wednesday, I probably said it against QPR, we all knew something needed changing. Why would you wait seven minutes? to make the substitutions because you've got to think about the way you make your substitutions. You've got these intervals that you're allowed to make. So if you, we all knew it, you need to make those changes. Make them at half time. What in terms of fitness, seven minutes is nothing. I'm not Arla got injured, but seven minutes is nothing really. So make the no. substitution at half time. So you then still have two more intervals that you can make changes in case of injuries. Obviously bitters on the backside because Cafe will get injured. That's just one of those things. But he's waiting too long for these changes. Hacks were dressed down for about 10 minutes before he came on. This, this, he's so slow with the substitution that he's not getting the tactics of the sub, even the tactics of the substitutions. I don't think he's got that right either. It's um, the, the, the vibe it gives me is it's, it's almost as if Matt Taylor's sometimes very apprehensive to pull the trigger on making substitutions. Hmm. It always seems like, oh, we'll give it, give it another two minutes, give it another two minutes, we'll see how we get on. And yeah. as anybody who's pressed snooze on an alarm knows, giving it an extra two minutes is a very dangerous thing indeed. <laughs> um, but you, you're right with the sub, like seven minutes into the second half is nothing. You know, and the argument is there, why not make it at, at half time? But again, it, it gives the vibe of, oh, we'll see how we get on early stages and then we'll change it. It's like, why not come out fresh for the second half and go, right, we are going to change tack? Because you might mm. catch the team out. They might be expecting you to be mm. the same as in the first half. But if you've changed tag, then they have to adjust to that. And that could give you a window back into the game. But after seven minutes or so, you know, you've already bedded in a little bit. The other team's already bedded in a little bit. Um And it takes away almost the um, the surprise impact of a substitution. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. Why not make it at half time? You know, why not make it at half time and have a, a little bit longer for that system to work and the surprise of it? Whereas you've come out for seven minutes or so and just gone, Oh, we'll try it the same. Oh, it's not worked. Mm. You know, it, it, we're bordering on the definition of insanity here, which is repeating the same thing, expecting something to change. Mm. 
yeah. and unfortunately it's not changing. <laughs> no, it's not. But and again, also, I reiterate, why wasn't Hacks on the pitch in the first place? Exactly. Exactly. Man of the match for two games on the trot, and he's on the bench. The mm. only thing I, I saw that may have given something about that was um, return from injury management. But it's like he's played, he's played two full games, you know. Mm. And all right, fair enough. Three games in a week is a lot. But even even with that, if he's played them two games fantastically, I would still start him. Um, to have that same, um, I shall put it, that same impact, even if it is for a shorter period in the second half or, or in the first half going into the second half. But I agree, Joy, why wasn't Hacks started? What I, you know, what I would be, say, it, what I would say on that is, sorry, Danny, sorry. No, oh, sorry, go on, go on. I thought you'd done. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just saying you were colossal at centre half. Why suddenly take him out? But go on, the floor is yours. At the back end, at the back end of the Ipswich game, he was towing. He was he was holding his hip and he was towing. Um, and I, I I thought I said to Matt I, I thought he might have been substituted substituted in that game uh, because he looked he looked like he was holding his hip or having some sort of issue with it towards the back end of that game. So it may well be that there has been a, there there is an issue there or there has been an issue there, and and they don't want to aggravate that. So um, who knows. Who knows? No, we don't know. Um, sadly, uh, but just in case you're interested in, in the impact of the substitutions, we conceded two minutes later. Um, that's, that, that's that's how impactful they were. Sadly, um, uh, Mike Miller says, "Sporting this club, Rotherham fans can accept defeat." I would add that we are used to defeat. What we can't accept is incompetence, lack of passion. Moreover, waving the white flag time after time. Um, We'll come on to a couple of the comments in a moment. Adam Anonymous says Matt Taylor is a quality bloke, but I don't think I don't think he's cut out for Championship football. Hoofball doesn't work. Yeah, Mick, three nil games over. We all know the games over at three nil. Mm. You know, we we have come back from three nil in the past, but it was never going to happen. Uh, Tom Ince comes on, gets his customary goal involvement, ten in yeah. ten against Rotherham United. Obviously, well done, Tom, you bully. Um, and then they get the fifth goal in the ninth, uh, fifth goal in the ninety fourth minute. Uh, it, it, they gave up the players for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, I thought, they'd, I thought they'd at three 0 I thought they'd steadied the ship as best you can. So they should be three 0 down. I thought they'd steadied the ship. Then when, and then something happened in that twenty minute period between the third and the fourth goal. To say they down tools is harsh, but what I saw between the fourth and the fifth goal was players not there, not not uh, their heads were gone. Mm-hmm. Their heads have gone is better than down tools possibly, but better yeah. way to put it. But they they just wanted the ground to swallow up there and then, and that's a that's an awful mentality to have because we all know goal difference is important. We all know everything's important in, in football nowadays. I know we'd add to ten men because of injury, but they just they just stopped out on the outfield. I just it was painful to watch my club be like that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was horrible. It was horrible. Um, and and you're right. I don't. I, I don't think they've just given up. I don't think they've, they've thrown towel. And I just think psychologically they're just shot. Mm. Um, and you know, probably the th- I think probably the third goal did it. And mm. and that was it. You know, I don't. I don't think that, you were right. There was never any coming back from that. There was probably never any coming back from the two from two nil, um, and and two mistakes that, that created two mistakes of our own that created both those goals, particularly the first one. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, I, we just we, again, I suppose we're going over all ground. It's, it's, it's a, there is a, a huge psychological issue now, um, and it's 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 not good. It, need, it has to be addressed, and the only mm. people who can address it is the players and the management team themselves. And I'm sure they've had a look at it. Obviously, they're, they're going to do, but to 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 to, to say this is all about. Um, you know, teams being better than us and, you know, we're not up to championship standard and all that. It's just nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. I, I, I'm not buying that at all. Um, this, the, 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 they're more than capable of competing. So it has to be something else. And, and yeah, the, the, you're right. They did, they did just, they just completely lost it. And uh, it could have been more. Mm. Um, and and the, the frustrating thing about it is that the first 10 minutes or so, it was clear that Watford had zero confidence. They had no confidence. And had we got that first goal, you could argue that the scoreline might have even been reversed because they would have crumbled. There's no doubt about it. They were just they were nervous on the ball. They were just misplacing mm. passes. They were putting ball out for no reason. They were missing missing you know easy easy controlling of the ball and just knocking it way out in front of them. They were just they they were a team who, who quite clearly were lacking in confidence. And, and we didn't go for the jugular like we should have done. Mm. Um, and had we done that, then we might have gained a bit of confidence. But yeah, uh, my, my in my view, and it is only my view, this is this is a huge psychological issue, and it's not an ability issue. That's my view. I'm with you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. But before we move on from the game, Joy, is there, can you pick out a player or two that you think comes out with a bit of credit and a bit of positive light on them? Yeah, I thought Nombe had a good game. Mm-hmm. He, he seemed to he seemed to be up to speed. He's put himself about a bit, and he's got a really, you know, he's a chunky little fella with a really low centre of gravity. And mm. you know, he he, he he put that to good use. He was harrying. I mean, he's never going to you know get as many headers. But I think him there is a shoots of you know a good partnership there with Georgie. I think. I think he plays better with Georgie than he does with Hugh Gill. That would be my personal observation. And I mean, and I don't think either of them two did too badly for, you know, to say they were feeding on, you know, scraps, well, less than scraps. Uh, but to me, um, I mean, Ollie put himself around, but a bit more like a headless chicken than actually having an impact, if that makes sense. The whole defence were rubbish. I felt so sorry for Victor. You know, he wasn't at fault for any of those goals. Mm. Um, but then again, you know, who's you know, as we keep going back to him, you know, 
I'd say 90% of the balls were kicked out. There were a couple that were rolled out to Bramall mm. and uh, not Dexter, but Bramall. Uh, but uh, and, and we tried to do, but what it is, is it, to say we've got individuals that have got um, skills and, you know, like we've touched on previously, better than previous teams. They're very harem scarem. They have no confidence. They, they weren't mm. able to find their, their colleagues, their teammates. You know, when oh. they got the ball, it was like a hot potato. They were trying to get shot and then misplacing oh. passes. And then they were just coming out as like wave after wave after wave. And I think the injury to Cafu just floored them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I honestly, you know, and you said what happened. I honestly think that that floored them because he'd moved out to the left. And that point when he got injured, we were actually on the attack and he stretched to get a cross in. And you could hear it ping from where I was sat, you know, the hamstring. So, you know, and, and as soon as he went off, immaterial, the fact that you're down to 10 men, you just could see, you know, what life they had. Not that they had much to start with, just drained out the team. Mm. Yeah. And Mick, you're totally right. It's psychological. Mm. Um, Michael Miller says we disagree. Slight issue that he believes that even if the team were playing at the best, we would still be lower third. Of, be still be a lower third of the league team. Yeah, that's I agree. But that's 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 good for, for us. We saw 18th, 18th place kind of team. We we we've seen what we've done to teams in part. We've seen with Norwich in parts, we've seen with Blackburn in parts, with Leicester, Coventry, Preston for a little bit, Ipswich for 20 minutes. This team's a good team. They can do it. They've shown that they can do it. Not enough, obviously. But I, I, I couldn't disagree with anybody more that says that these players aren't good enough because I, I just believe that they are good enough. I've just seen too much from them to think that they aren't good enough. I, I couldn't agree with Mick and Joy Bang on. I think for me, it's all psychological. Let's move on because... I don't want to talk about the game anymore because it was rubbish. Let's talk about something equally depressing. Uh, let's start with Troops. Troops travels with Ramosh Explorer. He says, Matt, to me, do you want him gone? Now, this is difficult, and this is something we've not had to deal with as a podcast yet. Um, we are now in the spotlight, so dear. Um, it's a bloke losing his job, so it's not, it's, not, it's not nice to talk about, to be honest with you. Um, but, Danny... We've got to take that hat off, I suppose, a little bit, and we've got to look. You, you look at you look at it as a fan. Where, where are you now? Five 0 defeat, having you know whatever one one win last, whatever. Where are you sitting? If he goes tomorrow, which 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 is the rumor, is that the correct decision? I like how the questions directed at you, but you've paddled it off to me. <laughs> that, that's what a good host does, Danny. No, that's what a good politician does, Mark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but for for me, obviously, I don't want Matt Taylor to sack because, like you say, it is a it is a guy losing his job, and you know he's effectively uprooted his young family to go from Exeter to here on the prospect yeah. of him doing well with us. So it would be an horrific thing if he did lose his job. But it's at the point now where if things don't change very quickly, I can see him getting the sack. And unfortunately, things aren't changing quickly, and we're just just things aren't getting better. And with the amount of money that you're going to get in the championship next season, it's almost crucial for us to stay up this year more on top of any other year. Um, maybe that's why Matt Taylor got more money to spend in the summer on the prospect of staying up. Um, and he's not meeting the needs, like he said himself, that 
you know the conversations are happening. Andy Giddings has said that the the um, process is constant, um, and it's now down to Tony Stewart where he draws the line. And and I don't think he can draw the line much for much further in the future now. Um, but in in terms of football being a results based business, it's not changed, and I think it is due a change. So for me, it's going to have to be Taylor out, unfortunately. Yeah, I want to let's go go back where this rumor sort of came from. It came from a tweet last night from what's his name, Cam Ward. Um, Cam Ward re- reported last night about seven o'clock that he was the Matt Taylor had been relieved of his duties. A few people and Neil Bolton has put Taylor Taylor the guy that mentioned this this move was is the Devon based journalist, the same Devon based journalist that broke the non based story. So this guy that's broke the story has form. He isn't just a random bloke who lives in Exeter who thinks sports club. This bloke does have something in there. So I think there should be credit given, whether you believe the Daily Mail or not, or TalkSport or not, this guy's got a history of Matt Taylor-related stories being accurate, um, which I think is important to, to point out in terms of the validity of rumours going around. Um, Joy, where are you? Is it time time for a change, or do you think he, he is given the January window or, or sooner? What, what do you reckon? There's a part of me that thinks he should be given the benefit of the doubt, given the experience of the previous management team. Hmm. But as Danny's touched on, this is a big season. Next season, there is mega books swirling about in the championship, and we want to be part of that, don't we? Um, we're not improving. I, I, you know, I, I've been to a fair few games now and I can't see what Matt Taylor's stamp is. You know, didn't he say mm. at the beginning of the season, uh, you know, see how we develop, see how my team will, you know, develop in my, what I would like to see. But he's too, he's too much of a tinker man at the moment. Yes, he's had injuries to deal with, etc. For anything to be sort of... Yeah, you know, I can't see from one game to the next what he's trying to do, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we haven't got that relationship with him as well like we had with the previous management team. Mm-hmm. And I think the abysmal performance at Wednesday the other week was the mortal blow. I don't think that he would recover from that. Had things improved significantly subsequently, then I think he might have been able to plaster over or paper over the cracks, but they haven't. And Mm. I think a 5 mil Tonkin is, you know... A sign to say, unfortunately, there's the door, Mr. Taylor. Um, I just want to give you a bright for a right reply. Mike the Miller says, benefit of the doubt, Joy. What doubt is this? I assume you mean the injuries and the odd refereeing decision and things like that, I assume is what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. We're all on the same page. Uh, Mick, I've allowed, I've allowed you last because I know you don't. You hate this kind of talk. I know you do. Um, and it, look, it's tough, and I don't think any of us want a manager to be sacked ever. But I, there does come a time, and I think personally, I'm—I I don't see a way back from where he is now for this season. Uh, I think 
where where do you go from here? From without 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 a change and a, and a move forward, I, I like Matt Taylor. We 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 spent a brief amount of time with him. He's the kind of guy who I think you'd like to talk to him about football. You know, if mm-hmm. the Chelsea City game today, you could have that conversation with him because I think he is a is a scholar of football. I think he understands it really well. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, it's just not fitting. Whether it's the club, whether the club's not, club's not a right fit for him, or whether the players that he's brought in is not a right fit. For me, it's, it's I think it's sadly time. <laughs> it's, it's 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 really tough. It is really tough because, like you rightly point out, um, uh, I would I, I don't want to anybody lose the job. Well, that's not true. There's a few people I'd, I'd like to see lose the job, but that's not not football related. <laughs> what about what about Southampton manager? Yeah, well, that might not be funny. That would be just funny, wouldn't it? Because uh, he wouldn't be able to put any more air, Joe Woody, for a while. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I genuinely, I mean, I've thought about this for, for the last 24 hours and more, really. I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure where I sit on this because one reason, I, like I said, I, I don't want to, I don't like seeing people lose their jobs, but it is the nature of the business, you know. Mm. And then Matt Taylor and every other of the ninety-two, the other ninety-one football managers in 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 the football league all know that they're living on borrowed time. Mm. It's just the nature of the, uh, the the nature of the beast. So, and it's a results-driven business. You know, it's all about getting promoted, not or or not getting relegated. You know, mm. it, it, those are your two options realistically as a, as a football manager. Um, and as things stand at the moment. We're teetering on the edge of of that relegation uh, of, of being relegated again, um, and it's not improving. Mm. You know, it, when you look at it in a cold light of day, there have been plenty of opportunities to to to, to get those performances up a level, up a notch, particularly away from home, and, and those opportunities don't appear to have been taken for whatever reason. On the flip side of that. He's a reasonably new manager. He's very young, and he's going to develop and he's going to learn. And I think ultimately, wherever it, whether it be Rotherham United or anybody else, I think ultimately he'll become a very, very good manager. I don't think there's any doubt about that in my mind. Um, but the fact is that it's not working at the moment. It's not working at the moment, and it hasn't improved. And and so I, I think Tony Stewart will pull the trigger ultimately. Whether that's the right thing to do or not, the only person who knows that is Tony Stewart. You know, it's his decision, and and he's he's far more sort of um, involved on a day to day basis than than any of us are. You know, all we see is what happens on a Saturday afternoon or a Tuesday night, um, and we're not happy with it. Clearly, Tony Stewart won't be happy with it. However, um, if he sees that you know things might turn around, then he may he may well stick with him. Um, I suspect did Ronnie Moore get sacked after a 5 0 or a 5 1 at Chesterfield? I'm not Chesterfield, yeah. Um, I don't think that maybe the scoreline is not significant, but um, you know, if you're going to sack somebody like Ronnie Moore, if you've got the bottle to do that, then um, I don't think I don't think he's going to have an issue one way or the other uh, 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 in terms of pulling the trigger with Matt Taylor. So I don't want to see him lose his job. Is is the bottom line? But I don't think he's. I think he's had had sufficient time to make some improvements, and the level of the performances haven't improved. So 
I suspect he probably will go. Um, and if he does, I think the issue the issue there then is that there are well, there's clearly another issue then um, as, as to who who would take the reins. And then unless unless Tony Stewart's on phone and having a cigar with Neil Warnock at the moment, you know, <laughs> I can't I can't see another option. And 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 please, 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 just let me say this now. I mean, I've said this ten years ago, twelve years ago, um, when Steve Evans was appointed manager. Gustavi. Genuinely, genuinely, hand on heart, questioned whether I continue, wanted to continue watching Rotherham United. I was proved wrong by Steve Evans. He did a really, really good job, but. If his name came in the frame, I would be asking myself the same question because I cannot think off the top of my head of a, of a more backward step that we could take as a club than to employ Steve Evans again. I cannot think of a more backward step. It, it is honestly just mind-numbingly, for me, mind-numbingly stupid to, to suggest that Steve Evans should come back to this football club. Just mind-numbing. So, you know, I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I've just made a note of the time, so if Stephen gets the job, I know which minute to cut out from this episode. No, don't cut it out, mate. Don't cut it out, <laughs> because genuinely, I, it, 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 I mean, it blows my mind. Gen I can't tell you how much it blows my mind that anybody would think. Oh, sorry, YouTube users just he has he has he has put up there <laughs> a bigger backward step. My apologies. <laughs> but be all on board with the uh, with Gareth Ainsworth, you know. It'd be it'd be just just hilarious to what if Gareth Ainsworth came to this club as manager. It would be hilarious. I don't know what the IFC would do with himself. <laughs> for the period that with us. I don't know what happened. You'd have to be on a 24 hour suicide watch. Um a few people are with you, Vic, to be fair, and we'll I suspect we'll be doing another episode this week. We will the plan wasn't to do another episode this week, but we all know the emergency protocols. Uh, so there's a good chance we'll be doing another episode this week, but if the rumors are true. Uh, Neil Bolton's with you, Mick, Sarah Ogden's with you, Mick. Uh, there was somebody else as well. Can't find the other comment. There was a few people that, we, that are with you, Mick. Um, Martin Mercer's club wouldn't be in this championship wasn't Steve Evans. You, you're right, but it also wouldn't be in championship if it wasn't for Paul Warren. You should go back to Ronnie Moore and things like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's go through the comments. Uh, <laughs> Shelley says he's heard from a few sources. We're normally bang on it. It'll be announced tomorrow. That's the same. I've heard Mike Miller says, Mick, the new manager at last. Class on grass. Um, Adrian Green says some of the comments from Matt. Uh, I think he's referring to Matt Taylor from Millwall on Wednesday game. Where is the leadership on the pitch? Uh, Alan Cox, in relation to the game, don't go on Watford are a better side than we are, uh, and they're on better wages, so the best are better players. But we didn't try, which is obviously the issue. Mark Werritt says, Why? Did, I suppose this is a pertinent question now. Why did Warren get the more patience than Matt Taylor when Matt Taylor proved he can keep us up? That's true, Joy. My argument that would be on Paul Warren. That it's, for me, it's fairly fairly simple. Under Paul Warren, we'd never really, other than that first season, which we don't count because it wasn't his fault. We were basically never cut adrift. 
there weren't many, but I, I would have to look at the stats. But I would, I would think that Matt Taylor's took more hammerings in his time at the club than Paul Warren did in the Championship. It'll be similar numbers, and if you compare the amount of time that they've been here, that's that's a worry. Um, we were always in games, or for the most part in games, and we were certainly in the relegation fight. Whereas at the minute, it feels like we're slipping out of the fight quickly, and that, for me, that's the difference. No, I, I agree, Matt. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, there were we were always in it, weren't we? Right up to the mm. very end of the season, and I mean, when was it that season, that horrific one when we had all them games in and that COVID, the COVID season, COVID season. Mm. Oh, that was you know, skin of his teeth, and then that equaliser by Cardiff for the 88th minute. I mean, yeah. you know. It's just horrendous mm. when you look back on it. But then again, you've got to look at the highs vis-a-vis uh, -vis the lows, haven't you? You know, that mm. 22 season, going up, setting, winning the pizza trophy and, you know, swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Um, I mean, it, while I've been watching Rotherham, I sort of literally caught the back end of the, um, sort of in the late 60s of the latter end of them being a good second division team and then we've sort of language mm. pri language primarily in the third division whatever mm. it's been called during my lifetime with little blips up to mm. the championship and down to you know division four as it used to be so i mean yeah like i said i mean we're not that cut adrift as i tried to mm. on straws earlier you know and there is still wiggle room because you know Huddersfield QPR Wednesday uh, are not exactly pulling any trees up at present uh, so you know this that's why I'm saying this this decision now is a critical decision at a critical point and will you know hopefully positively affect one way or the other whatever decision is made uh, the way forward so that we can get a bit of a boost and get out of there I mean because last year we were never in the bottom three at all no were we Mm. so cool. you know that's a, a big you know but we had such a good start didn't we mm. I mean we, what are we now about 10 points worse off than we were probably more than we were this time last year yeah so you know it's going to be a battle and I'm not sure whether we'll make it or not but you know but the thing is if we've all touched on that's what Warney did he did battle the teams did mm. battle and there were no battle yesterday, were there? No. 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 There were, and no, that's there probably no. why. Yeah. And plus, you could argue that, in inverted commas, that one was long-term family. And yeah. therefore, you know, gave them a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt. You know, mm. perhaps I'm being a bit naive. I don't know. But mm. no. And that's probably, you know some of the reasons why MT has not been given the benefit of the doubt like Warney was. Mm, yeah. Thinking about it. I agree. There's people talking about the Steve Evans signings. We're not going to go back into the Steve Evans signings because I don't think we've got time in an hour's episode to go through all those <laughs> signings. Um, I think it's an international break, Matt. We could have, if we did a podcast every night, we could we could probably we could probably get half of them in over the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel, let's, let's sort of finish. We, we, we suspect the writing's on the wall. We suspect this is Matt Taylor's end at the club. I think what I would like people to remember is that he did something that nobody's done since Neil Warnock. He kept us in the league 
people can say that Paul Warren got the points on the board, and then you're absolutely right. He did got the points on the board, but I'm sure somebody else got points on the board for somebody else in other times in football. Matt Taylor got the job done, and he, he is the reason we are here in the Championship today is because he managed to get us over the line and keep us in the Championship. It's not working out right now, but I think we should still be sort of grateful. Is that maybe the right word? Maybe not the right word for the, the job he did last season, appreciative of his of, of where we are, I suppose. At the end of the day, it's not going to be Paul Warren's name that's on Rotherham's first, quote-unquote, staying up in the championship season in yeah. the history books since... Uh, was it Steve since Neil Warnock, right? The history books will say it was the Warnock Great Escape and then it was Matt Taylor's survival season. That's what the record will show. Um, yeah, you can say that Paul Warren won the points early doors um, that kept us in the competition, but like you say, Matt, Matt Taylor got the job done and I think that do, warrants him to have quite a lot of respect. Um, it's just that this season he's tried to do something different and it's not worked. Um and he's sticking too hard to uh, for he's sticking too hard too hard to what he wants to do, hoping it will work, but it doesn't show any signs that it will. Mm. Um Matt Taylor the man and Matt Taylor the, the football manager, like you say, like you say, Matt, it'd be great to sit down over a pint and talk football with him. Mm. Because he's an intelligent bloke and it just seems like a good bloke to have a pint with. But Matt Taylor, the Rotherham United manager is where it's not working. And yeah. like I say, I think he does deserve a lot of credit for what he did last season. It's just not working this season. Hmm. If all else fails and all else is forgotten, there will always be a Hawaiian shirt with Matt Taylor's face all over it. Exactly. I, just <laughs> hope, he, I hope he keeps that and takes it with him wherever he goes. I hope so. I hope he walks into his new job. Wherever he gets a new job, he walks in with that shirt on, just for comedy value. That, that, Hawaiian, that Hawaiian shirt, but with the new club's tie. Yes, like it, like it, like it. Uh, right, is not a fan of tonight. He says if a, if we had a pound for every time he's heard, you know, during this pod, we'd have enough to enough to pay Matt Taylor, and give Pep a blank check. Well, you know, um... <laughs> uh, Harry says podcast tomorrow if he's sacked. Yeah, the emergency protocols, as we all as we all know, if there's a change in manager, that is um, that triggers them. If that's the actual you know relevant thing to say. So if that does happen, on the day it happens, we'll be back live on YouTube as and when that happens. Um, difficult to know how to end this episode, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> this is new territory for the podcast uh, to, be dealing, to be dealing with like this. Make anything to watch. Uh, well, before we do that, if anybody, anybody that's with us now, I'm just gonna, we've got big numbers tonight, people watching. Make sure you subscribe if you can. Uh, if you, you obviously can because you're watching. Uh, subscribe uh, on YouTube. and Give the video a thumbs up and go back and watch the there's an interview with Matt Taylor, if you're interested, um, from from May, which is my, which is interesting. Um, Mark Gamble says to me, the beard's coming along. Uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons I want to change your manager, because I'm, well, I'm like a shave now. Um, <laughs> uh, predictions, yes or no? Are we all in the yes category? Is that it's, it's going to be gone by tomorrow? I'm going to go no. Ooh, ooh. Just to be argumentative. Um, just because and I'm going to go no because I'm I, I'd, I'd like to see I'd like to just be able to take Mickey out of some half-assed Daily Mail reporter who thinks he's going to get jump on everybody else. So, okay, you know, just I mean, 
that 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 particular tweet is um there should be some comeback for that sort of stuff. Um, I, I think that Dylan Mill tweet's based on the kid from Exeter. I think I think that's where it's come from. Well, we'll see. You, you, you're probably right. You're probably right, and 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 there's probably some basis for it. However, um, I just want to see them have a game because I don't care. Uh, people, if you're asking about the manager, next managers, we will we'll talk about that when we know when we when it's confirmed. Uh, I'm going to come in out of left field and put a suggestion down for the new manager. But now, is yeah. it the magic eight ball? No, it's not actually. I've, it's um, not been consulted today because I'm too annoyed. <laughs> I'm going to say Ryan Creswell. Get Ryan Creswell in because he's one of the few people I've heard who talks sense when he was on the commentary for um, for the Wednesday game. He talks so much sense. Get Ryan Creswell in. Okay. I would like to do a championship before anyone starts. Sorry, crazy. Uh, Chaffee's experience is a must. Um, Mick, anything? Final thoughts, Mick. Ronnie. Ronnie. Ronnie and Brex. Ronnie and Brex. <laughs> but you're getting the band back together. Yeah. Final thoughts, Mick, on today's, this weekend's stuff. Uh, it, it's, been, it's been another shambles of an away weekend, on it? Um, and it's culminated in lots and lots of rumours about whether or not the manager's going to get sacked. It's a it's a it's a poor and horrible situation to find ourselves in, given the optimism that certainly we had at the beginning of the season, and it's it's not great. But on the flip side of that, as Joey's pointed out, we ain't very far behind. It's not like we cut adrift and twelve points adrift or anything like that. We're not we're not we're not we're not them that play at Swillsborough, you know. Mm. We're not not even close. Um, so it. it, it Maybe, maybe we're throwing the baby out with the bathwater a little bit in terms of, you know, just sort of, I don't know, I don't know, but it's not a great situation. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it one little bit, and I, I don't like seeing all the the personal insults thrown about as well and everything else. I just find that utterly unnecessary. Mm. Uh, you know, the the bloke's trying to do his job. It may well not be up to the job that he's got at the moment, hmm. but he's doing his best. And then it's un- un- unfair and unnecessary to, to start with the personal insults. I think that's just out of order, frankly. Hmm. But, you know, I, I, I get that that's how it is in this day and age, you know. Um, but, you know, I left that behind in school playground many, many years ago. But <laughs> okay. social media being what it is, well, yeah. He's doing his school playground, isn't it? Jan mm. uh, Bibi says Kevin Keegan. Yes. Um, and John Why Kelly that? says Kenny Jacket. You know, what what could go wrong? What could possibly um, go wrong? I mean, to be fair, if we if if they if they put the Kenny Jacket in charge tomorrow, by the time we play Leeds, he'll have already gone. He'll have already run away. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joy, just last thoughts on this before we go. It's really sad, isn't it? We mm. all started off with great optimism at the start of this season. And, you know, it's only the beginning of November, middle of November. And, you know, we're talking about losing a manager, a young man and a family man, you know, being out of work. None of us would like that. But like we said, it's a business and it's a cutthroat business and the delivery's not been uh, 
happening has it so uh, mm. i can only say that you know other than the two hour bit in the middle of the foot the actual match i had a cracking time yesterday in watford <laughs> with uh, tobias and Uncle yeah. thomas and you know and i was sat talking to ollie's dad and mom and hack's mom were behind us i had a cracking day <laughs> yesterday I look, you know you know it's not all doom and gloom sometimes that yeah you know I'm at that age now, and you'll probably appreciate this, Mick, whereby the football does not necessarily dictate to me the rest of my weekend. Correct. It's like, meh, what yeah. a sh shower that was. Move on. Sunday, it's sure. gone. Life's yeah. too short. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I will, I'll get there one day, hopefully. I'm not there. Um uh Matt Miller, the problem is the problem is Mick, Matt's probably not not doing his best, and that's the sadness of it all. No, I think that's Matt Taylor. This is the confusion with these kind of things. This this'll get rid of some confusion between me and Matt Taylor on this show, to be fair. That, that's a positive. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me done. Um yeah. Um Danny, final thoughts. Um I think no matter what happens. It, um, it, well, there's two ways it can take now. Um, I said no matter what happens, there's two things that can happen now. The club come out publicly and back Matt Taylor, which I think mm. as the fans we need to respect and mm. also back him yeah. ourselves. Um, yeah. Or Taylor goes and they bring him somebody else, but at the same time, we should back them as well. Um, so I think that's the crossroads for us as fans as well, to be fair. Mm. But... Um, I actually agree with Joy, to be fair. Sometimes the best part about the football isn't actually the football itself. Mm. You know, it's the day itself. Um, I think that's the one thing I regret not going to Watford about was the day itself. Um, mm. But in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't go for the football because... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, look at look at this. We're all was us four here, and 180 people been what been watching us on YouTube, and then there's a few hundred people going to listen to the podcast tomorrow, all because of some damn football game, uh, which is <laughs> which is the nice part of it. We're all together talking, going through a bit of therapy together. Um, yeah, thank you all who have been with us tonight. We, I don't think anybody's been looking forward to finding a route through this but i think we've done okay i hope i hope people have enjoyed it no, Matt, not... Matt, I, I found a route through it it's called drinking cider <laughs> that's one way through it that's one way through it um like we've said we will we'll be back if news breaks um if there's a change in management we will be back if it just if we, if we get a statement saying it's staying then we're not we won't be back for that for that statement but if there is a change in management we will be back on the day that it comes in uh whenever it comes in Make sure, as I've mentioned, you subscribe on YouTube. I think that's going to be a few on as we've been recording. So thank you all for that. Thank you all for being patient with us throughout the last few weeks when it's when this run has been on. <laughs> we try to be positive as best we can on this show. As as you all know, um, it's difficult to do sometimes. But I hope you've been, been joined with being with us and get ready for a few more days of us potentially over the next week or so. Um, Danny, thank you very much, mate, for being with us tonight. And I hope the side is going down lovely. Yes, it is. I'm going to go and play the new Modern Warfare now to relieve some stress. So, yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> Harry wants us to stay for an hour, so he's trying to tell us that Taylor's been sacked, so we've got another hour. <laughs> Not getting us like that. Um, Joy, thank you for being with us tonight. It's, uh, yeah, no it's problem. Been fun. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, and Mick, you're late. You've got to stay for the you've got to wait your time back. So you've I'm got to stay time back up. 
Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. fine. I'll stay. I'm, everybody's now scrolling through Twitter just to make sure Harry's, t- Harry's having a bit of a laugh. <laughs> well, let's see. If you listen to this tomorrow, if you listen to this on Monday about one o'clock, most of this will be irrelevant. Um, it'll time out because if the change has happened. So sorry if you are listening on Monday uh, about that. Um, well, I'll make sure. Go we need to have a word then, don't we? Because we need other people to listen to it as well before they make an announcement. So don't announce until Tuesday if something's going to happen or if something's not going to happen. At least let, you know, yeah. give, us, give us a chance. <laughs> yeah, 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 I agree. Um, make sure you subscribe, as I mentioned, YouTube. Give the video a thumbs up as well. Uh, please, if you are if you're if you are an audio listener, give us a five-star rate on iTunes, Spotify. Let's load them now. Thank you very much. Uh, and also subscribe on there as well. Um, thank you, everybody. I feel, I feel better after doing this episode tomorrow. With so thank you for being with us. And we will see you all soon. Up the Millers. Up the Millers. Yeah. Up, Up the Millers. Millers. Bye. It's a wild, wild through a goal. Swansea beyond Fodringer. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, yes. Rotherham United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, Adolfi. He can hit them. And he does. Oh! Secured their championship status for next season. Do me a favor, drop me off in Rotherham. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.